You're watching and listening Peak to Pit, Allie Peak, TJ Pittinger. The national championship game is over. That means college football is officially on hiatus. I'm officially moving into my off-season depression. Time for you to get to work. I feel like you get all your work done in like the nine months that aren't um, off-season, but or that aren't, aren't season. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think that uh, you know what we live for and what we enjoy the most is now over, and so. I'm football yeah. really college football like is kind of like the NFL now though with the transfer portal and the combine. I mean, combine is kind of like a mix between the two, right? Like you still are kind of cheering for your guys to go. And so, but it's kind of all year. I mean, the games aren't all year, but at least this is, you know, kind of all year. So anyway, college football done. It's time to let it die. I guess it's time to kind of move on from it. I may have lost Allie. We may have technical difficulties like right off the rip. Hey, yep. Pull the computer. Um, so we'll get rolling in just a sec. Why don't you put, go ahead and pull the computer just in case? Okay. Can you pull well, the computer? The computer and I'll, yeah, working on it right now. I'll kind of, while you're back, I'll let you kind of roll. Um, so a weird college football season, but at least like a complete one, right? Last year's kind of sucked with, all the bowl, I mean, there were a couple of bowl cancellations, but all the bowl cancellations, everything that happened last year, 10 game seasons, nobody liked that. Right. Um, some teams didn't even play. You had opt outs of complete games. I mean, way more in the bowl season. I don't know that it was any better this year than last year, but thankfully we got through a full season. That's about all I got on that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed year. last football season, but this one was better in terms of, um, you know, full complete seasons. We got to have those rivalries back again. You know, Florida, Florida state had been canceled last year. Like it was just a weird year overall. Right. And we actually made it through the regular season was with, I think no cancellations. I think there was like one or two games that were moved, but not uh, actually canceled. And then of course we went into bowl season and we saw a bunch of uh, minor bowls canceled. But I mean, for the most part, I would say it's a pretty darn successful season. I think so. Um, even more so for you because the SEC won the national championship. And so you were able to celebrate your heart out mm-hmm. on Monday night. Uh, before we get into the game, how much do you hate Monday night uh, college football? So much. I don't. Okay. Here's the thing. I, I love it on Labor Day. I'll say that. I love it on I Labor do too. Day. I'm cool a, with that. A holiday weekend where nobody has to go to work the next day or you don't have to get up and take your kids to school or whatever. Fine. I'm all for stretching football so that we have it as many days in a row as possible when that's the case. But on Monday night, when there's two East Coast teams, you're not starting the game till almost 8.30. Everybody has yeah. to go to work and school the next day for a sport that prides itself on being a Saturday Saturday sport makes zero sense to me. I legit do not understand. I mean, I know why, but I think it's stupid and I can't believe that ESPN. Well, why? What is the, okay. So what I thought was, well, but here's the thing. College football has the chance to change it because the NFL added a week and there were no playoff games last week. And so the NCAA, they won't because they suck. Right. But the NCAA needs to adjust right. and move it to Saturday because mm-hmm. it, it kind of made sense because you had NFL playoff games Saturday, Sunday, and then the championship on Monday. But is it now even that we the no NCAA? Longer... Because the because technically the college football playoffs isn't even 
the NCAA, right? Well, it was for a while, though. And I also think, like, as much as we love college football, like, I've, you know, if you look at, I want to say the top 16 viewed um, events from last year, like on TV, were all NFL games. Um, They were like 48 of the top 50. And so as much as we love college football and like it more than the NFL, the co- I mean, college football is smart to not try to compete with the NFL playoffs. You know, like <laughs> we may tune in to it, but it kind of makes sense. But they should adjust. They should adjust it backwards and play it on, um, play it on Saturdays from now on. Because right. I, there's just no reason to do it if it's not going to compete with the NFL. Um, right. I agree with that. Look at that. We agreed on something. Look at that. Uh, It only took three years. Um, Have we known each other at all? Something like that. So, um, all right. Do you want to get into the game? Your laptop up? Are we ready? Uh, Laptop is... I don't want to start the game until... Yeah, I know. It's it's logging me in. It's... uh, I'm trying to remember my Twitter password. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, right? trying to remember it's saved on like most of my devices it's not saved on this you don't have the same password for every single thing ever like well i, I do until something uh like shuts me out or makes me do a new one or something and reset. then it gets, i'm in so all right i'm gonna have ali switch over to the That's computer all right let's see and we'll talk a little bit more about the actual game. This is this is like live radio, though, so you guys can just put up with it. We'll be back in just a sec. <laughs> Allie will pop back in, and we'll go. I'm glad. I'm just glad it was her freezing and not me. Um, so I think she's coming back, but, uh, we'll kind of do a recap of the national championship. And then I think we'll be pretty quick and out of here tonight. I don't think we'll stick around for a super long time. Um, don't know if there's a ton else to talk about. All right. I'm glad Allie's back. Um, all right. So all right. hold on a sec. Let's see what we can do here. Now we have to brighten up. Maybe. Perfect. That's good. Maybe down a couple. Um. All right. All right. So can this you hear national, me? Yeah. So this. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I feel like that's a good thing. All right, we're starting over, kind of, but really kind just of. kind of keeping going. Um, this national championship started out. So I was on a podcast and was a little bit delayed getting to watch the game. And I didn't okay. miss much in the first half. A nine to six game in the first half, five field goals. What did you think about the first half in this game? Um, so honestly, it was cracking me up because I was thinking that Alabama was going to potentially pull this off with field goals, which is obviously, uh, you know, would be would be crazy, but also kind of reminiscent of that Alabama LSU game. Uh, a few years back, but that kind of, you know, 
I bet might have been either the last BCS game or close to the last BCS game prior to the no, playoffs. No, the last BCS game, remember the all-time reigning champions are Florida State. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, how can I ever forget? Um, but that was the regular season game. Um, the 9-6 was regular season. The championship ended up being 21-0, but I know what you're okay. talking about. All right. Well, anyway, it was reminding me a little bit of that game. But uh, listen, I, I it was a dogfight. It was a great game. I think, um, you know, no the wheels kind of fell off. What? No pun intended. No pun intended at all. Um, the wheels kind of fell off at the very end for Alabama, obviously. But the, the first half of that game, Alabama and uh, Georgia were – slugging it out i really felt like alabama was going to uh pull out the victory judging by what i saw in the first half so i I mean i wasn't surprised um that it was tight all the way through i um i feel like that's what kind of what we expected i think we talked about on this podcast you pointed it out actually how it didn't really seem like um georgia brought a big uh rush defensively the first game and um that you you talked about like if they got to Bryce that that could be the difference for them and I really do that was a large portion of the difference for them their defense played a lot better this game than they did the first one they brought pressure which was different than the first time that they played but uh, you know listen they were out down there two top wide receivers by the end of the game. And that's a pretty uh, large thing to overcome. Yeah. You know, the injuries definitely played a part. Um, and Alabama didn't run the ball very well. You know, they no. they ran the ball for a total of, well, it's 68 yards, but that includes like the sack yardage or 30 yards, but that includes right, like the sack right. yardage. So, Which, I mean, Georgia's defense ran, came to play. Yeah. Um, he was missing his top guys, but – and I'm not saying that didn't have an impact, but he also just missed a lot of guys like errant throws. And I think it was due to the pressure. Yeah. Like he was only well, sacked four times, but he was pressured an absolute. And one of those was on the last play of the game. that didn't really matter. Oh no, I've got him with five right. sacks for the day, but uh, you know, he was only sacked five times, which is a ton. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, only that's a ton. so much. And Alabama could not run the ball. Like, there's never right. been a situation where I really saw another defense that you've seen teams shut down Alabama's passing game because they've just never had great quarterbacks, you know, before like Tua and Hurts and stuff. Um, and they won a title with AJ McHandoff, right? Like, and so I to to see Alabama rush for 30 yards in a national championship game uh is remarkable. I yeah. do think Alabama had chances in the first half. They did to, to not, I don't want to say put it away. But just like make a difference. Like first drive of the game, they drive 56 yards down inside UGA's 20. And Bryce Young misses Billingsley. They have to settle for a field goal. That opening drive felt like Alabama is going to do whatever they want tonight. It truly felt like they cannot stop them. And this is probably going to be another Alabama national championship. Georgia gets the ball back and has to punt after not gaining a yard on three consecutive plays. Alabama doesn't do anything with it. Georgia punts again, three plays, one yard. You know, Georgia had six plays run and a total of one yard, and Alabama wasn't able to do really anything with that. I mean, they got the one field goal. Uh, Georgia has a long drive down inside of Alabama's five, has to settle for a field goal as well. Um, 
But Georgia was very much bend, don't break. I mean, and yeah. Alabama did a little bit too. But, you know, another 50-yard drive for Alabama, another 55-yard drive for Alabama. And they're moving the ball kind of at will until they got to the red zone. And I thought that was I thought that was a good job by Georgia to play bend, don't break, and say Bryce is going to have to beat us. Because as great as Alabama is running the ball, they couldn't do anything on the ground against Georgia all night. I mean, it was just – it was almost ridiculous how good Georgia was um, defensively in that first half to I mean, really in the whole game, but to hold Alabama to. You yeah. Know, I mean the whole game, the, but the first, I mean, obviously the first half was a lot closer than the second half. Just, I mean, you can just even judging by what the score ended up being, but uh, you know, Alabama, I think did everything that they possibly could. I think that we talked about how this is Saban's worst team in 10 years, which sounds really stupid to say because obviously they're in the national championship game and they gave the eventual national champion everything they could handle. Um, But I just think between this team maybe being a tick uh, below more recent Alabama national champion teams and missing, they were missing their two starting corners, which hurts. They were already missing their number one wide receiver, but their number two wide receiver goes out in this game with torn ACL. That hurts. Four of six scholarship running backs did not play in this game, um, which, uh, you know, maybe has something to do with them not being able to establish uh, much of a running game. But I really think the, you know, more credit goes to Georgia's defense than anything else. But those are big obstacles to overcome. And knowing all of that information, the fact that they were still that close really says a lot about this Alabama team. It really says a lot about Saban as a coach. You heard Kirby say after the game, and you know, I think that it's true that this is probably Saban's best coaching job ever this season. Um, I would say that that's probably accurate there. This team has had to overcome more than uh, Alabama teams in the past and not only overcome them, but really didn't have as much as other Alabama teams in the past, but they got a lot of guys coming back. So I don't expect them to go, you know, anywhere from here. And I mean, Georgia, all the credit in the world. I was going to say, can we talk to about Georgia a little bit? Yes, yes, Alabama I'm 10 here. minutes of, <laughs> Listen, I know it's so hard to do this, but you're going to have to do it. I am. Right. I am. I'm getting to that. They showed up ready to play. They took the criticism that they heard, you know, after the Alabama game, they applied it. They made changes. They learned things from that game, um, which obviously is huge. I think the Stetson Bennett story is so freaking cool. I love uh, that he didn't quit, right? I, I think that in this day and age, most people in Stetson Bennett's position would not have waited as long as he has. They would they would have transferred out. I mean, I know he transferred to Juco and then came back to begin with. But once he got there and found out that he was third or fourth on the death chart to start the season, he would have, most guys would have been gone. And the fact that he stuck it out, the Georgia fans were not kind to him this season at all. He stood there, he took it. And at the end of the day, he won his team a national championship. And I think that it's so cool. I love that this is, he called a shot at three years old. Um, and I, uh, you know, hats off to Georgia, your national champion. Needed new headphones there for all that. I lost you for half a second. Can you still hear oh. me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I, and you know what? I, I don't really see what is stopping Georgia unless Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky, somebody steps to the plate because they are loaded. There's lots of young, really talented four and five star guys. And, you know, for all the people that say that stars don't matter, there were more stars. I forgot what the stat was I read, but there were more four and five stars in this game than like 10 other bowl games combined. Um, Stars matter. We saw them having the ability to replace one guy with the next matters. Um, And uh, (laughs) we can see uh, what recruiting does, right? Yeah, I think it. Um, I mean, you were you were kind of spinning, and, and I didn't really agree with it, but it didn't have happened anyway, so we don't have to disagree again. But you were kind of spinning that if 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 Alabama could beat Georgia, um, that maybe Napier, not maybe. I think you kind of that's what you said. Like Napier can kind of like show that, you know. Um, yes. Sell that's the not fact a spin. that like I, I don't. I mean, I again. I, if Alabama would have been one, Ali said that Napier could have like kind of spun or could have told recruits, Hey, look, they can't even get over the, you know, yes, the hump if Georgia, of winning it all. If Georgia Where, didn't whereas, get it done against this Alabama team. I don't think that that would have voted well for Georgia in the coming seasons who have maybe a less ideal situation on their regular schedule and then also an Alabama team that's a year older this Alabama team's incredibly young and it's so I so here's the here's the counterpoint to that is it any easier for Florida because like that your your point is basically Napier Napier would say so I don't see how that's a selling point for Napier because basically Napier is saying like hey they're not as good as that other team that's like great over there but there's the selling point go ahead sorry you give the selling point and then I'm going to give you the counter the selling point would have you been. You recruit a kid here. This is it. You recruit a kid right now. You you you're Billy Napier. You recruit a kid if Al, if Alabama would have just won. I would have said if Alabama had just won. I would have said, look, we played them closer with none of the infrastructure that I just put in place. In place, we are one missing piece away from being able to beat Alabama, where every bit as close as Georgia was. That is what I, I would have so said. Had Alabama so, Kirby, so when I'm so I'm Kirby Smart and Napier walks out and I walk into that same kid's living room and I say he's full of crap. They lost seven. Well, now you say year. I'm the national champion. Yeah. You want to win yeah. one of these? Come here. But even if but even if they had lost, I just say they're full of crap. I beat them by 30 last year. It doesn't I mean, matter. Florida beat them the year you before know. that. I don't I don't know that that means a whole lot. But hey, they're the reigning national champions. Recruiting will be easier this season for them than it has been, which they've been great at it the last How few. Is, so they don't even need it to be easier, but it will be easier this year because they are national champions. How does how does okay, so second half, we'll talk about this, then we'll talk kind of big picture, but um I never really my point was I never really bought that line of thinking because I think that Kirby could just kind of sell like, you know, is, is if Napier was using that to recruit, is he recruiting for Alabama or is he recruiting for Florida? Because I think Kirby's sell would have very easily been, okay, yeah, we can't get over the hump, but they can't even get out of fifth in the conference or in the division, right? Like, so I, you know, I, I think if you're going to try a negative recruit Georgia, I don't think you're trying to negative recruit Georgia because they lost a national championship, right? Like when you lost the Gasparilla. This is the easiest game that they'll have for the national championship game in the foreseeable future. So if they couldn't have gotten this done, it doesn't bode well for what is to come. But they did get it done. But they at least got there, right? Like it's more impressive to lose the national championship than to lose the Gasparilla Bowl to UCF, right? Like that. I guess that's kind of my point is like, yes, it, 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 this is, 
it would have been a problem if Georgia lost this game. But Florida's got much, much bigger problems as a program, as a football team. Sure, but Napier's a national he wasn't there then. And he's put something completely different in, in motion, and he has bigger plans. Georgia has the person that they think can get them to the promised land. And prior to Monday night, he hadn't. So I, I don't – I mean, we're just going to have to agree to disagree because had Georgia lost, I think that there's a huge opening recruiting-wise for how you spin that. That opportunity is no longer there. Georgia won the national championship, so it's a, it's a moot point. Anyway, but I think had they lost, there is an opening to use that to your advantage. But they won. I've read so. – I mean, if I was Billy Napier, what I would say to recruit is that what we're putting together is about to be Alabama on horse steroids, and I would tell every kid that. Like, I well, would I'm sure that, that they will say that. that I'm sure gonna, that they that will. We're gonna, we're gonna, like, I would tell kids what the fan base is telling each other, and I would right. say that I'm going to make Saban look like Willie Taggart. Like, that's what I would say if I was Billy Napier. I mean, um, you think that that is as believable <laughs> as Georgia can't get over the hump and never will? Because I mean, I mean, they just proved they could. Right. Well, I'm saying, but we're talking about what we would have said. I'm just, I, I mean, I think that you do say, absolutely. Listen, I I worked under Saban. I think that he is great. I have the blueprint. I've got some tweaks that I want to make to the blueprint. Can Kirby say all that? Can Kirby sure, say all that same stuff? Sure he can, but Kirby has a stupid ass swoop. So, you know. And? But now he's got a ring that he will use to. thing on his right finger. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what he'll um, use to recruit with now. So second half, Georgia kind of drives, has to end up punting the ball away. And then, I, you know, you what I thought kind of the recipe would be, you know, Bryce Young was not great in this game, had to throw the ball way too much, had a pass intercepted um, that just was really unnecessary, just kind of threw it down the right sideline and ended up being intercepted. Um, teams traded, kind of wasted possessions. Georgia did nothing with the interception. Alabama – Drove down and had a field goal blocked. Right to that field goal was blocked. Um, James Cook, shout out Dalvin's little brother, had a 67-yard run that set them up perfectly uh, to take the lead, 13 to nine. Alabama answered, cut it a little closer with a field goal, and then it kind of got weird. You kind of thought like, okay, this might be the moment. I didn't love the ruling on this play, um, but it was just so close and so weird that I think that's kind of why they left it stand. But how crazy is it that Alabama doesn't score a touchdown in this game if they're not set up from the 12-yard line? Yeah. Or the 16, I'm sorry. They were on the 16. Yeah. They don't score a touchdown in that game. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Like Nothing will convince me that they would have. Um, Georgia's defense, I don't know. I mean, I know they're – I guess you'd have to go back, and maybe I should have done this before the pod started, but have you ever – I mean, so Alabama ended up scoring 18. So it's not the lowest because I know there have been, you know, Florida State, right. um, Nebraska, 16 to 18. So, you know, there's a couple of points less there. But minus that field goal, I'm sorry, minus that touchdown after the fumble, Alabama really only, their offense only really put up like 12 points, right? You right. know, drove and scored for it, right? Like, I mean, right. they, they get credit for the touchdown. I don't know if I've ever seen a defensive performance that dominant in a national championship game. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever scored. Well, we scored two one time, so I guess there has been. But, man, that not against an Alabama team, though. Like, that is absurd. To I mean, hold Florida was 41-14, and the, one of those two was a complete, at the very end, garbage playing Florida's third string right. in 2006. 
Yeah, but uh, you, but your opponent wasn't like Nick's, and I, and that's my point. There have been lower scores, you know, Florida done. It I mean, it was State's Jim Tressel who was considered who is not Nick's, you know, a yeah, badass not, at the time. I don't think we're I don't think we're going there, but uh, he was I mean, great, great coach, but Nick he's Saban, not Nick Saban, right? right. There's not a to hold a, Nick to Saban. hold a Nick, and that's my point. To hold a Nick Saban coach team to four field goals is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, UGA scores again to go up by eight. And then you have the pick six to make it kind of look a lot. I mean, look wasn't, not as close uh, as it was. wasn't Ohio um, in uh, 2008, Oklahoma's offense was billed as like the greatest offense ever. Right. 2008. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I'm pretty know. sure that that was like that. Cause that I'm was not quite uh, as old as you. So I don't, you're not really quite as old that. as me. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, um, I'm not sure, but they're not as, I mean, whoever that was, was that Stoops still? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was Stoops still. And come on. They were considered, Um, I mean, whatever, incredibly good. Florida won 24 14. So it's just another very low. Yeah. Low scoring game where you're, you know, kind of close throughout. It's a different game today. Like offenses are much different today than, than, you know, what you saw then. But anyway. Holding a my point being holding a saving coach team to four field goals is impressive. I know you have oh, to give incredibly so very impressive here. Incredibly, one incredibly of the most impressive, impressive things I've ever seen. I don't, I don't, I don't know that. I mean, we could look at all those opponents we just talked about. I don't know that no team, so, do you no think- team that you just, no team that you just mentioned. You know, Nebraska ninety three. You know, all the ones we just mentioned, Florida State in two thousand, Oklahoma when you guys beat them twenty four fourteen. None of those teams were as talented as this Alabama team was, with even without those two. Do you think teams. that they hold them <laughs> if Williams doesn't get hurt? Maybe Alabama scores again, but I think the biggest problem is that they couldn't run the ball, and when they couldn't run the ball, they were able to well, get pressure after Bryce pretty good, and he I mean, was off. Like, I would have been interested there, to see this Alabama team healthy. I don't know that the outcome changes, but I think maybe the points change. Possibly, um, but I mean, you're down you your know, two starting top wide receivers that's huge you're down four of six running backs that's huge yeah very possibly but i mean they didn't run the ball well with their number one you know yeah. and averaged a three yards a carry yeah but do you think they, they keep going the to their number one or do you think they try something else if they have the option if you're telling me that george is i mean i i, I don't know i'm just i'm asking yeah i'm gonna answer there I'm was no you. other if option we're playing, so. if we're playing the hypothetical game if george is shutting down their number one i don't think that their number two or three or four is just all of a sudden going to start working I, yeah. I think that had more to do with george i honestly don't know enough about alabama's running backs but it, um that they were missing to to you know prove this point or anything but uh, you know there are different types of running backs too so it just depends on who you know that we've got you've got little backs you've got power backs you've got you know percy harvin type you've got like i I mean so so they're top three rushers for the season yeah Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna call you know that that that's not the case uh their top three rushers for the season were um brian robinson who's the one that didn't didn't play super well bryce young um was second uh as far as attempts go and then trey sanders was third Everybody after that had less than 50 rushes and really didn't, you know, 50, 15, seven, you know. So their top two running backs and Robinson and Sanders were there. Bryce Young is is their third highest. So 
it sounds good to say the next four were out, but those guys didn't even combine for a hundred rushes for the right. year. Got a lot of garbage time type stuff. So yeah, yeah, they had their they had their they had their big two. Like yeah. so, I, you know, and Robinson had sixteen touchdowns, where everyone else for the year combined had 10 so yeah. and that includes bryce young's three trace Sanders is two um actually that's not even you know no i take that back there were only two, outside of those top three there were only two rushing touchdowns for the year the other the other ones kind of happened to receiving so yeah. i don't know i, I don't think it would have made that big that i don't think would have made that big of a difference yeah. uh, uh receiving probably if mechie would have been there if williams would have been able to stay healthy yeah. uh, probably makes a difference but again i think I think there were definitely missteps and mistakes and things that Alabama's receivers, like not being the there top two, a, there were some drops, yeah. but I, I think a lot of it was just Bryce being inaccurate. I think you could probably go to pro football focus um, and they kind of break down the stats more. Um, they'll they'll kind of give you a better, like, Oh, here's how many balls were dropped. Here's how many balls were like affected by pressure. Here's how many right. balls were tipped. Here's how many balls were just complete misses. Right. 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 Not all that kind of me. Uh, but there were several that like were just wildly inerrant, like not yeah. even close because of Georgia's pressure. And to yeah. me, that was to me. I mean, it's hard to equate that thing when you're just like watching the game, and you know, you're. you're I, I didn't watch every Georgia game, every Alabama game this year. I mean, I watched plenty, but um, when you're watching the game, it's hard to distinguish like what. Oh, this way more. To me, it seemed like the bigger difference in the game was the pressure, kind of like we talked about in the preview, the pressure that they would put on Bryce or they should put on Bryce and him not being very accurate with it. Yeah. You know, were there drops? Yes. Would it have helped to have a, a number one or number two archer? Absolutely. Yeah. But they he just didn't look good with or without yeah. those. I mean, that doesn't, you know, a guy being out there doesn't mean, you know, how accurate of a throw, ball you throw. So, um, I don't know. I think it would have helped. I don't think it would have changed the result. Um, yeah. It's hard to say that, you know, a quarterback that, again, there were drops, a quarterback that, you know, threw the ball. I mean, he threw the ball 57 times. I mean, they gave up on the run. I mean, they had 28 rushes and 57 passes, whereas Georgia kind of stayed true to what they wanted to do. Right. Um, obviously, you had the big long run by Cook, but outside of that, Zamir White had 84 yards. He averaged six and a half a carry. Um, I thought they did a really good job, uh, running the ball. Obviously cook breaks the big one, but they had 30 rushes to 26 passes. They stayed very balanced and they wore Alabama out in the fourth. Yeah. I mean, that was the big difference when they were driving down for the touchdown to go up by eight, which pet peeve, they should have gone for two there to go up by nine because yeah. the worst thing that happens is they just tie you up. If, right. If you right. miss it, if you get it, you win. Uh, but anyway, when they were driving down and they were going for like six, seven yards of play, I mean, you knew then that it was – I'd never seen Alabama just get gashed every no. single play. Yeah. Gash, 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 gash. Six yards, seven yards, six yards, seven yards. It was it was wild. Yeah, I mean, you could you could feel the momentum switch. It was um, – or not even switch because it was just so contested prior to, to that, but I feel like you could – you it, it was hard to imagine how Alabama was going to counter that. Yeah. So, all right. So I had this take um, before the um, game and I think you thought I was an idiot and you probably still do, but I think you thought I was an idiot for this take specifically. Again, I thought Georgia was the better team all year. I thought yeah. they played poorly in Atlanta and yeah. 
it would be on them to show that they were the better team all year in this game. I thought you saw, you know, they weren't able to do everything they wanted. They were not great uh, in the first half offensively, but I thought that you saw a much more focused Georgia. You saw a more careful Georgia, no turnovers. Well, I'm sorry, the fumble. Yeah. The fumble late, but no Aaron. And that was kind of a fluky, like, was it a fumble? Was it not? You know, look like he was trying to throw it away. Um, I thought you saw a much better Georgia team that didn't let Alabama capitalize on mistakes in Atlanta. I thought you saw a Georgia team that Alabama scored three touchdowns off of three Georgia turnovers and 21 points was the difference in the game. And that doesn't even account for like what Georgia would have scored if they hadn't turned the ball over. And so I thought you'd saw Georgia play a little bit. I don't know if conservative more conservatively is the right way, but like, they let Alabama make the mistakes and they kind of dared and baited them into doing that. And they did. Yeah. Bryce Young threw the game away a few times, a um, couple interceptions. He wasn't very accurate throwing the ball at all. And um, I thought Georgia was, you know, after the end of the night, I thought Georgia, Georgia played more like Georgia had played all year and Alabama played more like Alabama had played all year. Um, Struggling with Auburn, struggling with LSU, struggling with Florida. And I thought that was the biggest difference. I thought, I thought it was a deserved national championship. Like it I was. was. It was a deserved national team. championship. Absolutely, it was a deserved national championship. And I think that, um, you know, my biggest takeaway from that is Kirby adjusted. You know, Kirby Kirby learned from what happened in Game One, and whether that was great scheming by Alabama, terrible play by Georgia, whatever. Kirby made the adjustments he needed to, and it looked like a different Georgia team the second time that they played Alabama. Um, so, I great, mean, hats off to Georgia. That's I, – I don't – you know, they definitely great, deserve it. Great story, like you said, with Stetson Bennett. Um, so cool. I'm also – I'm also interested to see I – mean, we've talked about this. We've talked about schedules, and mm-hmm. we've got an entire eight and a half months of offseason to – to, to talk about schedules, but UGA's schedule is really, really favorable again next year. Again, I, I think the the East is is kind of down. Um, some teams I think are actually on the rise. I think South Carolina's uh, a team that in a couple of years could make some noise. I think that Tennessee's a team that I think could that the East better. as a whole is on the rise. I just don't think that it's necessarily going to have risen by next season. By 2022. I think yeah, that this year. Florida and Tennessee are on the rise. I think that Kentucky, honestly, has just kind of proven that they're consistently good, but not great, but good. You know, I think that they um, they are – I don't know that the rise is – I think they've risen. I don't know that I think that their ceiling's a whole lot higher than it is, but I like them where they are. But I think that they've proven that year in and year out, they can consistently be a thorn in the side of a lot of teams in the East. And that's a pretty deadly, you know – role for them to play so they'll uh talk about game of the uh game of the weekend actually opening weekend is going to be so much fun you guys play um, utah utah which is a fun one georgia plays oregon think about the storylines in that with uh, dan lanning going to coach at oregon yeah Um, that's a fun one i it's in mercedes-benz in atlanta i mean i don't think anybody in the world's picking you know uh, Oregon to win that game, right. but hopefully it'll be fun. Um, and then the rest of their schedule is, and we always do this, but 
I don't see another loss on their schedule. They play Samford. They play at South Carolina early in the year. I mean, maybe something weird happens there. Not betting on it. Can't stay. Obviously, a win at Missouri. I don't see that as a loss. They they play Auburn, who was terrible this year, but it's at home. So rivalry game, but it's in Sanford uh, Stadium. Um, Vandy, Florida, Tennessee. Um, Florida or Tennessee could pull an upset, but that'd be exactly what it was. Obviously, they get Florida neutral, Tennessee on the uh, at home. So even that's a little easier. Uh, Mississippi State, that's kind of an interesting one. Late November, I mean, maybe you're kind of like – Where's Kentucky on there? Kentucky's also at Kentucky late in the year. Because okay, so like honestly, that's a more fluky one for me than Mississippi State is. Yeah, and so you're kind of looking at them all like, well, you you might be able to get an upset here. But, I mean, all of these games, Georgia's going to be a double-digit favorite. I mean, there's no yeah. – I mean, unless they've, like, dropped a few games and the wheels have come off or something weird like that. But, I mean, all this said, they're going to be back in Atlanta again next year, in my opinion, uh, playing against Alabama or maybe A&M can make so I don't know. But playing I against think, one of those teams um, and – I, I think <laughs> – I'm glad that Florida doesn't have Alabama on the schedule next year because I feel like Saban will be on the warpath given how this game ended up. But yeah, I mean, listen, any Georgia's going to be favored in every single game on their schedule. And unless the season goes differently than we think that it will with the people that they have coming back, any loss would be considered an upset. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, they, they should not. I mean, they should go 13-0 and next year. Yeah, they should. Um, and and they're in the position now, and this is kind of just the era of the playoff. I mean, Alabama got the same kind of benefit by losing to Texas A&M and still getting to go play in the SEC championship and then go on. But they're in the position now where even if they were to drop a game, I don't think it really matters. They would just need to win in Atlanta. They would right. you know, need to not screw it up there. So right. anyway – I, uh, well, because I enjoyed here's the, this thing, the reason why yeah. that is, is that because if they drop one to a fluky team, odds are they're not dropping it to a team who runs the table or only has one loss, which is the only way that keeps them out of Atlanta. So even right. let's say like, do you see- Florida, Kentucky, or Tennessee does upset them, the odds that Florida, Kentucky, or Tennessee only has one loss on their schedule and so therefore goes because of the because they won the head to head is slim, right? None right. of the odds that one of those teams only has one loss is just small. So Georgia does have a nice little cushion for next year that if they do drop one, odds are they're still representing the East in the SEC championship game. They would have to win that SEC championship game more than likely because they, if, if they had a loss to yeah. go to the playoffs. Now, if they don't have a loss, they could lose that and they'll still go to the playoff more than likely. Yeah, it would be to me. It would be pretty shocking if they didn't. Um, not pretty shocking. No, I'd be absolutely like dead shocked if they didn't. Like that would have been okay. Here's what it would have been like if I'd have told you at the beginning of this season that not only was Clemson not going to win the ACC, they weren't even going to make the championship. Right, game. right. It would, would you be like? Come on, like right. they may drop a game, they could get upset here or there, but they're not going to not make the championship game. Right. And that's the same way I feel. I would be right if it is shocked a out of my mind. Appointment to uh, like that is will be hard to describe if Georgia isn't back in Atlanta. 
Yeah, because their schedule is cake. I mean, there's no reason that they their schedule is take. They return a lot of talent. They've yeah. recruited. Yeah, they're still the well. second. They're still a top two. And I will say this too about. I mean, Georgia was, and I don't know if this was just a down year in college football or. If, I think if, there was more parity this year than normal years. Yeah, I I think well outside of Georgia, right? Like I think sure. that like I think that I don't know I. Wh- what would have happened in an Alabama-Michigan game? Oh, Alabama would have beaten Michigan, I think. I don't know. Their I mean, do you have really, the same really kind of team. injuries? Do you have – I mean, I, I, mean, I don't Matthew know. Was I don't... Out, so, I mean, you have one different guy. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that I, – I guess my point was just like I thought that college football just in general was was pretty down. And I don't know if that has to do like a, with a, a hangover from the uh, COVID year or guys didn't get the right kind of training, you know um, – I mean, Whatever, I don't training think and evaluation that, and stuff like that. Like you're seeing more guys into the portal now because coaches couldn't evaluate recruits right? And guys couldn't take visits and stuff. So is there just right. kind of like a stemming effect from that? Because I think Georgia was an absolutely elite team and Alabama was elite. I mean, or really good. Like how are you going to put that? And then the rest of college football, I think was just like, meh. Like I didn't think I mean, anybody was good after. That. I think there was a lot of parody. I don't necessarily think that a lot of parody means it's a down year. Um, I think that there a lot of the time we have two teams or three teams or four teams that are just heads and tails better than everybody else. And I honestly think, I mean, Alabama beat Georgia. So we can say like Georgia was a lead and Alabama was really good, but Alabama beat them once. So I think that Alabama and Georgia were the right two teams to get into uh, the playoffs. But then I do think that there was probably maybe five or six that were all, you could have pretty much mixed and matched. And I think the outcome would have ended up with Georgia and Alabama in the national title game. I don't, I don't know. And so I think there was a whole lot of parody on that next tier. Yeah. A whole lot. And I don't know that any of them make a huge difference anywhere else. Yeah. I just think that next tier just was not, you know, I thought it. I thought it was weaker this year than it's been in. in quite I don't a know if it was that it's weaker or that. It, I mean, because hell, they're a, also a similar team. Yeah, I mean, but but here's the point. But we always have blowouts made. in the playoffs, so like a, I don't know. But yeah, but a group of five team made the playoff. Yeah, right? like so. I mean, I think that kind of shows you like the Big Twelve wasn't as good as it normally was. Yeah. the Pac twelve was yeah. worse than it usually is. Like Utah made. I mean, they're the Pac twelve representative for the. I mean, not that they're ever great, but the Pac-12 representative for the Rose Bowl finished ten and four. I mean, yeah, that's like that's and awful. gave Ohio State everything they could handle. Yeah. Oklahoma wasn't good. You know, they yeah. nearly lost to Tulsa week one, and then lost a few times after that. And so I don't know. I just thought that we all like nobody believed in Notre Dame all year, and yeah. then they ended Except up except for you because it was your like, best win. No, I don't know about that. We actually beat Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I think our be- I think we had a better win than you guys this year. If you think about it like that. I don't know. I mean, Florida was a disappointment this season, right? This is not the way that we saw it playing out. This was not um even if this no, isn't you guys were going overly, to Atlanta is what they were telling me. I, yeah, the fact that Florida did not play better is a disappointment. This isn't like the, I mean, this team had the talent to have finished a lot better than they did. I think so. I think they had the talent in certain positions, but at quarterback and on defense, they, I don't think they did. I don't think the defense got any better from last year. I All mean, the complaints you had about defense last year I don't, were basically the same, and then I the quarterback agree. play was much worse. 
I mean, I you, agree you lost, to an extent. You, lost three, this, you, you basically lost three first rounders. Listen, right? oh, yes, yeah, I mean, they lost Tony a lot of talent. Trout. But a lot of talent offense, and the defense didn't get any better either. I think this tough. same team plays as well as they played against Alabama against in all their other games, and they win a couple more ball games. This only with the amount of talent that's Amazing. on the team, and I'm not saying this is uh, you know a national championship caliber team necessarily at all. But if that team had played the same way they did against Alabama, they would have won more ball games. There was a breakdown this season for Florida. This wasn't, I don't think the record reflects the talent, even though I agree with you that the talent isn't as good as it could be. Yeah. No, I mean, if they play like they did against Alabama, I still think they they beat Missouri and they beat South Carolina. If they play like they played against Alabama, they probably split with LSU and Kentucky and they lose to Georgia. So I got nine and three. Like I mean, they lose to Georgia. That game, Georgia, I think they still lose to Georgia, but I think that they, I mean, they potentially beat LSU, but I definitely think they beat Missouri and they beat South Carolina. Um, the record's better. I mean, it doesn't even matter who it is. If they played as well as they played against Alabama, they beat other teams that they were favored to win, And you know, anyway, probably, this season. Probably, probably. I mean, yeah. Like, do they go 6-6? Six and six? No. Is it? More than likely, no. like there was some. I mean, there was a few games. I mean, we there talked about this. The, we talked about this is the worst Alabama team in ten years. We've, you know, Alabama definitely got better through the year. So I know that you guys are proud of that two point loss. I think that two point loss is less impressive today than it was uh, earlier in the year. Would you agree with that? Like Alabama got I mean, better. I this think that's really Alabama. splitting hairs. This is a team that just lost the national I mean, championship game. Do we? Alabama is. We thought Alabama was better when you guys played them than we did at the end of the year. Well, right? we say this is the worst Alabama team in 10 you years. You said that. I didn't say that. I said, said that. that. But it's right. still better than pretty much everybody else in college football. I mean, I, again, I think basically what happens, the sports gods were mad at you guys for celebrating a loss, and that's why you guys ended up losing a few more. We just took that page out of y'all's book with Notre Dame, so – I guess they were equally mad, and that's why you weren't bowl eligible. That's why three points separated us this year because we're basically yeah. the same. All right. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. Probably the NFL playoffs. I'm going to the game on Sunday, so weather is going to be terrible. Can't wait. Um, but uh, thank you for hanging out with us all year as we argued about college football. We're not going anywhere. It sounded like I was right. going to be like, we'll be there next year. But I'll see you guys yeah, next no, week. But next we'll continue to argue next week. Yeah, I'll be right. I'll be wrong. It'll be great. Have a great night. Go Knowles. And go dogs. Congratulations. Again, SEC. That's awesome. <laughs>